Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Alright everyone, welcome to a different episode of Dungeon Crawlers, along with Copper Shock Horror. Hey everybody. So Tasha is along with us, and we're going to be talking to author Jason King. So he is the man that has created lots and lots of awesome stuff. Valkoria series, as well as uh, The Fork of Destiny's Road, which is the third book in the Lore of Fool series. That's right, it's the conclusion. It's the end. The end. We're, we're going to come to the end, and hopefully no one dies. Oh, lots of people die. Lots of people <laughs> die. Well, that's always fun. You know. Big, gruesome horror deaths, right? Yeah, actually. I, I tried to think of the worst fate for somebody, and I, I think I hit it. So I won't say what that is, but one of the characters, I can't think of anything worse happening to them. So Really? I guess I was just channeling George R. R. Martin. Was yeah. his name Scott? Was the character's name Scott? <laughs> no. Dang it. <laughs> Scott is always worried that I'm going to kill him <laughs> in a book, which could be fun. Yeah, that's why we have friends. It is, but I, I, we, I came up with a really awesome idea, which would kind of be a horror story where a character, it's kind of a mixture of Groundhog's Day where the day gets reset, but it gets reset if he kills his best friend. So he has to kill his best friend to redo anything. Uh, you know, he stumbles upon this by accident, and then things don't work out quite the way he does, so he has to go kill his best friend. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. dark. That's deep. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll have to that's see how a, that works out. That's a good idea. It is. Like it's that. really cool. Um, I've kind of jotted, jotted down some notes. you got to say patent pending every time you tell patent someone pending. about it. Patent pending. <laughs> Lots of copyright. It's mine. <laughs> Don't write it. <laughs> so, uh, do you, uh, you have, I'm assuming, questions already lined up for Jason. Yeah, well, I am doing a featurette chapter for Jason from his new book, uh, Children of the Crystal Star, Valkoria is the Universe. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a, originally, it was a prologue for the first Valkoria book, but uh, my publisher made us drop it because it was kind of incongruous. But still a great piece. I had a lot of compliments on it. I love it myself. And, uh, so, yeah, it's going to be kind of a promotion for the second Valkoria book, which comes out in December. So that one's called uh, Valkoria Awakenings. It's actually an anthology, and uh, Daniel's written a piece in it, so yep. oh, wow. it's going to be great. Yeah, there, there's actually quite a good lineup of authors yeah, we got that some, are in there. Yeah, Dave Butler, Dave West, uh, James Wymore, Holly Anderson. Um, yeah, and some, some new talent, too. So yeah, I'm excited just to see what everyone else did, because I know what I wrote. <laughs> And I, I, I hope it f- 
fits in with everything. But oh, but it, it all kind of fell together. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So. And then knowing some of the other authors and how they write and their kind of tone with stuff, it's going to be interesting to see how that all blends in for this world. Oh, yeah, everybody has their unique voice still, but, uh, but it, yeah, it, it fit together really good. Nice. So. Well, so tell us a little bit about the, this third book. So everything's coming to a head. We're getting to the end. What are we going to see without <laughs> letting, you know, giving away no too spoilers. much? Yeah, I was thinking about that on the way here. Like, what can I say about it? Um, Except for we know <laughs> there is the end at the end of this book. Yes. Or is it? Uh, no, it is. Um, I, I left it open, but uh, if I revisit the world, it'll be a long time from now. Mm-hmm. So. But uh, so yeah, the Fork of Destiny's Road is the third in the the Age of the Infinite trilogy. Uh, the first one was Lore of Fools. Uh, the second one is the the Soulless Grave, um, and that actually came out two years ago. So this will be four years since I wrote the first one. So it's a little bit longer than you'd like, but that's just kind of how it worked. Um, ended up being twice as long as the other two, uh, not together, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, and I just I I think that. Everything just kind of came together. Um, so the story follows uh, a kid named Jakar, and he's 16. And in The Lure of Fools, he finds out that his uncle, who raised him, uh, was really a, a crime lord uh, back in the day and, and had, had deserted that to, to raise him um, when his mother died. Um, so it was really the an intentional love letter to the hero's journey, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Farm boy finds sword, you know, and, and then goes Love off on an adventure. Campbell. Yeah, <laughs> so, and I, I grew up with Star Wars. That's actually what kind of inspired me to start writing my own stories, and I guess everybody grew up with Star Wars, but uh, that was the spark for me. But anyway, Chikaran sets out on his adventure. Um, he meets, uh, there's a people called uh, the Elotians, and they have, uh, they don't, they have purple hair, but it's not purple. It's, um, it's actually kind of crystal-like, like glass, so their hair looks kind of like, glass, purple glass. So kind of like an amethyst or something. Yeah, an amethyst. And actually that's um, that's right on the mark. I just should have said amethyst. No, you're <laughs> but fine. but uh, they have these uh, this race of people and they're, you know, they're a little bit like elves. They're perfect looking. They're, you know, they have long lives. They use magic. Um, but it's 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 not it has a twist in the end uh, that I can't tell you about. So they they kind of start off like elves, but they end up being very very different from what you know, traditional fantasy elves are, um, but uh, but yeah, there's there's these giant crystal monoliths. They're they're amethyst, and uh, they generate uh, magical energy that powers um, artifacts that uh, people trade with. And the more of these artifacts you have, the the more power in society that you have. And and so it just kind of goes from there. Um, there's a monster that uh, is born in the first book who just sucks life out of everything. And he's slowly making his way across the world, called Shalar, um, and uh, he has a, a big role to play, obviously, in, in the end of the book. Um, but yeah, it's just a, a fun adventure story. It's got comedy. It's uh, I I think it's it's great. I think it's exciting, and uh, you know, it's a bit like my mom telling everybody I'm cool. So, <laughs> but uh, I've gotten some great feedback, especially on the third one. I've gotten really good. Uh, uh, feedback from my beta readers, so hoping that uh, everybody likes it. So, so what is it like to have this big kind of epic fantasy that you've written over the years kind of coming to an end? Um, 
it's it's a it's a it's a cool feeling. It's like when you finish a book times ten. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's scary too because I remember sitting down to start it and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I've got to not choke at the finish line because there's so many great series that, in my opinion, choke at the finish line. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Sword of Truth series. Oh yeah, I loved I love that series, but I thought the last part of it was terrible. Ice, I own the last. Well, there's more books that have been written, but yeah. like Chain Fire and all those, <laughs> yep. I have those, and I've never read them because I just felt like as we got further and further in, it just like mm-hmm. he was, the story got worse. Yeah, and it was like grasping for straws. It, it, it w- um, I have not read this series. What's it, about? It, so, uh, do you ever see the favorites. TV series Legend of the Seeker? I've heard of it. Okay. <laughs> TV series is eh, but. It's, it's, it's really, a really I know. It's, the books is amazing. So you... Nine day different. Yeah, mm-hmm. completely nine day. You have this really cool premise. You kind of have the farm boy finds a sword. <laughs> I mean, literally. Um, <laughs> I'm going to leave now. Yeah. Well, you know, there's this guy that's been watching over him that's a <laughs> wizard that he finds out is his uncle. But hey, when he first meets him, he's naked, standing he on a rock with a chicken. butt naked Whoa, with a chicken. spoilers, guys. Um, no, it's awesome. <laughs> but it's a really good series, and it weaves together. And it's like the first four books are really solid. They're fun. And then it just it goes crazy. It goes, mm. like, really philosophical. Yeah, and then it just keeps getting like worse. Like jumping the shark? Or? just doesn't make sense like it's not it, to its own universe. it makes sense it, it just kind of gets kind of preachy it gets uh, preachy there's a lot of political drama that gets thrown in there um which can relate a lot to current modern day politics actually he said that uh, i think it was in the fifth book he had put characters in to be bill and hillary clinton yeah <laughs> i mean, literally there no, not in a flattering characters. light you know, and then, he, then he wrapped up the series but then he wrote another book and it didn't do too well and now he's gone back to that those characters and I, th- I feel like he's just made the world worse but that's my opinion no and I agree and uh, so yeah so yeah. landing this last book and getting it right super important yeah it was yeah. so it was there was a lot of pressure from me not from anybody else I just felt like I wanted to get right and I feel like it worked out so yeah. and, you know and I, I see that in a lot of other writing like Wheel of Time series I, I really feel like that could have been t- condensed about six books. Yeah, probably. Um, but the ending was spectacular. Well, yeah, Brandon like sped it up. It went really quick. <laughs> it was it was nice instead of drawn out. Yeah, <laughs> really, Mar- really sags yeah. in the middle. George so. R. R. Martin's kind of the same way, in my opinion. It's like just get it finished. Come on, <laughs> it's been six years since he le- wrote a book. That's kind of sad. Yeah. Um, I heard the TV series is now ahead of what the books are published. Yes. Now. Yeah. Yeah, it, they are, and pretty much HBO said we're just gonna finish it. We're we're moving on. I heard he I heard he wasn't gonna write anymore. He probably he did what did, he doesn't Does have he to. HBO to, like. is going to finish the series. <laughs> He's still getting money. Why? Why write anymore? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Just get some pen author to you know come in and finish it up based off of what HBO <laughs> did. It's like those it's those hokey books that uh, you know, based on the movie, kind of yeah, the novelization. That's what I'm looking yes, for. Yes, novelizations. Yeah, but you no, know, that's it's really fantastic to be able to finish and do it well. I hope I did it well. I feel like I did, so we'll see. Where are these books available for purchase? Um, right now they're uh, always on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Mm-hmm. Um, to get a physical copy, 
Uh, there's a couple of bookstores in Salt Lake that have them. Um, I actually don't have the physical copies yet for the third book. Um, they're not they're not available yet. They will be in a couple weeks. Um, but they are available for download. They are. The ebook's out. Um, the audiobook will eventually be out. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's available pretty much anywhere you get your books. So ebook's out now. Physical book will come in a few weeks. Um, what's next? A nap. A nap. <laughs> naps are good. I love naps. I, I wish I got more naps. Now, a lot of my efforts been lately focused uh, on our publishing company, Mortal Works. Yeah. So, which has been awesome. That's been a lot of a lot of work, but it's been gratifying. So. So is it tough doing the balancing act between writing? And uh, doing the immortal word stuff? Well, James Wymore, who's kind of my author mentor, he warned me. He said, you can't be a publisher and an author. And I challenged him on that. <laughs> and so far, he's winning the argument. But <laughs> <laughs> So we'll see. I, I, I definitely I have stuff I'm working on. I just need to balance my time more. Yeah. So I'll just, just quit, quit my job, my day job. And that would be awesome <laughs> if you could make enough money yeah, to quit your day job. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the dream for writers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The dream that only few that I know have succeeded in. But we do know people who have, and I yes. think that's pretty good odds. Yes. It, that is good odds. It takes time, I think, but if you really want it, you can get it. So. Yeah. Yeah, Stephen King took years and years and years before anything he sold was, like, really worth it. Now he's just... Yeah. Now he does what he wants. But now he does what he wants, calls his shots, <laughs> can write fantasy or western or whatever and st people will still buy it or all of them together in one book yes <laughs> are we talking about the dark tower <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes coming out yeah i'm excited for, the that. Trailer for that that looks good i am worried about it but you know it's a sequel right yeah yeah so that's exciting i don't know we'll see it's an august release those are always scary they are that's that's <laughs> what i'm worried about and I don't know, it's just me that it, it seems like his books don't translate well to film or TV. I mean, most everything they've done, they just butcher or they're not right. You know, the closest thing we've ever gotten to somewhat reasonable is, is you know, it, that miniseries, but now they're even doing a movie on Yeah, that, that comes out. Yeah, that and, comes yeah. out this Halloween, too. Yeah. But that's going to be a two part movie. So is the first like part is just focused on when they're kids. The child and the second. And then the second one's going to be when hmm. they're adults. Yeah. But They're I, not going to try and make it a trilogy, are they? I don't, they might. Oh, and That's man. what I'm worried about. <laughs> but I do know I do know that instead of Pennywise just always being in the clown form, uh, he's going to be different because... The, he's supposed to be a shapeshifter. He is, yeah. He's yeah. a shapeshifter that actually plays yeah. on their fears. Mm -hmm. So we'll see him in different forms. I'm still not sold on the new actor, though, because Tim Curry is just... Uh, Tim, Tim Curry is just amazing. Yeah. But... Unfortunately, he's not in a shape where he can no. reprise that role. No, he can't. Poor guy. Uh, yeah. But hopefully this new actor can embrace it. And hopefully he can break this weird curse thing. What's the curse thing? Just I, Well, at least it's a curse to me. I don't think any <laughs> Stephen King books have oh, been done well. No good adaptations yeah. out there. I heard The Stand came close. I haven't read The Stand this. came close. The yeah. Stand was good. It was yeah. a TV series, as I recall, right? Yeah, it was a miniseries. Yeah, it was a miniseries. And there was a miniseries of The Shining that was pretty good, too, that Stephen King helped the teleplay. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's got I, the guy from Wings. It, oh, yeah, wow, that's, that's weird. That's why it didn't work for me. <laughs> um, I just know the Jack Nicholson movie. I, I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, Stanley Kubrick took a lot of liberties, <laughs> yeah. as I recall. Yeah. Yeah, and there was Rose Red. There's a bunch of other ones, but... So the, the, the promotional piece that I did for your book, 
Mm-hmm. It's for the third book in the series or the second book? Um, it's 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 for the second book, um, but it takes place like a thousand years before the first book. So I'm doing that whole fantasy author mess with the, you know, hey, I'm chronology doing thing, <laughs> just to confuse people. Um, the kind of premise I picked up from the the bit that I got to I got to do for you mm-hmm. uh, has to do with kind of like a world where it's kind of at a, a time of peace until war started breaking up because leaders of individual nations were able to attain these kind of supernatural powers selectively mm-hmm. that caused kind of a, a descent between everybody and all of these kind of aligning nations. Yeah, yeah, and that's, uh, it was actually kind of a time of high technology, um, which is why my publisher made me drop it, because if you read Valkoria, it doesn't start in a time of high no. technology. It's mm-hmm. uh, 1800s technology, you know, like cannons and muskets. And so, um, but yeah, and, and the thing about it is, is it's repeating itself. Um, the piece that you read, which sounds fantastic, by the way, from what I've heard, that's, I'm excited, really excited about it. I know I don't look excited, but <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's late <laughs> but, uh, for me. But uh, I, it kind of ended the first, like, age, I guess. And mm-hmm. so in the, in the second age, uh, it's starting all over again. So different rulers are getting these artifacts again. And so it's kind of kind of what's happening. Um, and then in the, the second book, which is probably more 1.5, I'd call it, because it's an antho, um, but it still it progresses the story. So it's uh, kind of like the, the good version of, of what was happening in the piece you read. Like, mm-hmm. So you have the on the opposite end, you have the heroes that are kind of coming up. So Instead of all of the good people that kind of uh, fell into villainy because of these artifacts right. that they found. You have the opposite, the, the balance on the other side. With mm-hmm. the, some of the vill- their villains actually become heroes, and it's just kind of a fun concept to play with. So. Yeah. yeah, in fact, I think we have a clip to play for you guys. Yep, so we'll play that right now. Adario sat quietly arms folded tightly across her breasts in an effort to keep her hands from trembling. The petite, raven-haired woman, with a face like a porcelain doll, felt tiny as she looked down from her throne dais. The wide platform crowned a grand staircase that descended three stories before joining with the floor of a large dome-shaped chamber. It was the command deck of the Aldor Sokatasa, Imperator Yao Kin's titanic floating fortress. Adario worked to appear casual as she watched the Imperator climb the mountain-like flight of stairs while talking with his chief steward and trailing ten armored bodyguards. Why did he still keep them about? He didn't need them. Every assassin who made an attempt on his life was soundly dealt with, and not quickly. In almost every case, Yaokin had personally dispatched his attackers, demonstrating his strange power in increasingly sadistic displays of violence. He'd suspended the last would-be assassin upside down, in mid-air while telekinetically stripping the flesh from the man's body. It'd take him the better part of an hour to die his anguished screams ringing forth in an unending stream that still echoed in the ears of Adariel's memory. And then there was the image of the man's raw, flayed body, a constant specter that haunted Adariel even in her sleep. As disturbing as the assassin's agonizing death had been, watching Yao Kin's eyes blaze red while he enjoyed the horrific act of skinning the man alive was much more alarming. 
That event had been the impetus of Adariel's betrayal, for she knew that she had to do something to put an end to her husband's madness. Alright, so hopefully See, you enjoyed that. I told you it sounds fantastic. No, it, it does. I love the little kind of marimba type. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta tell you, um, the echoing, yeah. when uh, I started listening to Copper Shock, um, so I do a podcast called Flash Fiction Friday where we just take submissions and we, re- we have a narrator read them um, every Friday, but uh, when I started listening to Copper Shock and, and all the production that goes into it, the music and the sound effects, uh, we decided that we needed to do something like that kind of uh, episodically. So I got the, the rights to uh, Dave Butler's um, book, uh, Rock Band Fights Evil. Oh, my gosh. And we're going to produce really awesome. that as episodes um, with I'm sound effects. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. We've got, uh, got Zach to do it. So. Nice. Um, but, yeah, so that's, that's going to be exciting. Hopefully in the fall we'll start, we'll start that. So. That is a good choice. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, that, that, that in itself should be like a weekly TV series. <laughs> and that is just a I, fun I have to confess, I haven't read it yet, so I'm going to get I'm gonna get thrown into it. So. That's okay. But, yeah. I, but I know Dave's writing, and it's, it's incredible. So It is, and sometimes it can be very, very educational and overwhelming. <laughs> hey, I rode with him for 12 hours in a car. You think? <laughs> I went to Seattle. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I learned Ojibwe on the way up there because he was playing that. I was like... I got out of the car, I'm like, that guy is smarter than I'll ever be. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's a very interesting guy. And then and then I go to the gym, you know, because we were at the hotel and we go to the gym. He's literally up on a treadmill running and yeah. he's reading a book at the same yeah. time. I'm like, how do you I would have fallen that? flat on my face. I know. The dude I would, is. I would lose my word, like, every <laughs> I know. time I No, he, he just, he holds it and he's just running and just, he's following it. And he, he had, he had, like. Du- books in Dutch and in French and in German and he's oh reading gosh. all these and I'm like I wish I had that kind of concentration do you know all these languages and like yeah some of them I just kept reading and eventually <laughs> I just figured it out and I'm like alright and to top it off he's like an incredible dad I was at a comic con with him and we were in the green room and he stopped our conversation because he had to call home for a German lesson yep. for one of his kids yeah. and I'm like I'm just <laughs> I should give up writing and parenting. I should yeah. just walk into the sea. Yeah, when we were in Seattle, he did that quite a bit. And so, yeah, that, that, that's just awesome. Yeah. You know, he's dedicated to his kids. He's a champ. So, that's awesome. And he, and he, you know, once a month, oops, there goes my phone. Once a month, he does like these writer things. Yeah. Which are pretty cool. Yeah, those are awesome little kind of lecture series, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, he's a good guy. So. Ebooks available. Physical book will be soon. Audio book even will, will next soon. year. Next year, okay. Yeah. So yeah. and listening CQ to does the, a little bit while. Yeah, and I was going to say listening to the the whole preview instead of just the two minute preview that we had here today uh, should be available on iTunes or Audible. It'll be Audible and iTunes. Audible um, iTunes. Yeah, short little uh, story, but excellent excellent production. So. So where can the listeners find you? Um, under a bridge. Hey, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with not being under a bridge. Trolls frequent <laughs> there quite often. You're not helping. <laughs> um, I got a couple. Uh, my author website is just authorjasonking.com, um, and uh, I've not been very good about updating it, but uh, that's where you can find my stuff. Um, and like I said, I've been doing a lot with our, our publishing company, uh, Immortal Works, and uh, that's uh, immortal-works.com. And we're always accepting submissions for Flash Fiction Friday. Um, 
I'd love to have uh, some from, from you, Tasha, sometime. If you yeah, want. I'll get something together for you. Yeah. Um, you actually read for that. I uh, did. I was Sarah, one of the first Sarah ones. Sarah Seeley's. Yep, yep. Yeah. She was uh, one of our guest readers. Sarah is creepy. Yeah. <laughs> she she looks like this cute, sweet little person. <laughs> and then you read her, her what she writes. Inside like, there is darkness. It's like, <laughs> really? Wow. I mean, her stuff creeps me out as much as Michael Brent's does. And that's <laughs> saying a lot. No, and she's just like this cute little bundle of joy with curly hair. Yeah. Ugh. If you guys want to hear her story, you should go to YouTube and go to find Fall of Spiders. And, uh, yeah, find Fall of Spiders and look that up for Flash Fiction Friday. That's her short story that we've got there yep. available for you to listen to. It's awesome. Yeah. Tasha did a good job. So, and where can uh, the listeners find more episodes of Copper Shock? Yeah, if you want to listen to more episodes of Copper Shock, I uh, do... Uh, just kind of weekly or monthly episodes, depending on <laughs> how busy I am during the month. But um, you can find Copper Shock episodes on any kind of podcast or website like Podbean or, or uh, wow, I'm blanking on everything. Else. iTunes. iTunes. Stitcher. 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 Yeah. Stitcher. Exactly. Google I'm available Play. on all of those. Yahoo. And it's, it's great. It got me through a couple of days of work. <laughs> so... <laughs> Love it. But yeah, I've also got coppershock.com if you want to get on there and look at any kind of extra content I've got available for you too. All right. Well, so uh, everyone, uh, check out this awesome book. Go buy lots of copies so Jason can go uh, have a, an awesome uh, vacation <laughs> where he can be inspired to write more. Who knows? <laughs> uh, and then uh, check out Coppershock because there's some really awesome stories there. Uh, as you heard from the clip, they're really great quality. And uh, with that said, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for having us, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Are you a fan of dungeon crawlers? Then it's time for you to level up your experience. Download our episodes that are released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And not only that, we want to hear from you. We want to know who you want to hear on the show. What author, what celebrity, what game designers you want to hear. Not only that, we also want to hear what you like about the show. So with that said, please reach out to info dungeoncrawlersradio.com, email us on Twitter or Facebook, and let us know what you want to hear on this show because we want it to be as much of your show as it is ours. So with that said, we're out of here and we'll catch you next time.